This week's episode of To The Top Talk is brought to you by CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com Talking Southern Miss athletics with some pretty knowledgeable Southern Miss fans. Great place to go, unvarnished, unfiltered. You won't have to sift through the propaganda. Southern Miss fans, check it out. CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com you are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Every day, anything we do is Southern Miss To The Top. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey, presented by... 4th Street Bar in Hattiesburg. We are here with your break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda in the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Like you said, we said, brought to you by our friends at 4th Street Bar. Specials for Monday Night Football every week. Go check them out. Chili Dogs, beer specials on Bud Light, Dos Equis, and Michelob Ultra. You can play football bingo for prizes as well and... For $20, 128-ounce beer towers. They've also got beer and food specials for Thursday night football. Don't forget their plate lunches and their sandwich of the week. The 4th Street Bar is your home for all Southern Miss sports. If it's televised anywhere, they will find it and have it on. They've got the best Southern Miss memorabilia collection you will find. Memorabilia. Visit our friends at the 4th Street Bar on 4th Street, just off Highway 49 in Hattiesburg. All right, so the meat of this episode is going to be Jason Bailey and Jeremy's Cooper's adventures to Houston, uh, traveling with the team to as they take on the Rice Owls. Uh, I was having a blast emceeing the Real Estate Roundup live convention at the Beauravage this past weekend had an absolute blast so shout out to everybody that came out for that shout out to everybody at real estate roundup we had an amazing time uh, with some good people i don't know much about real estate um but every month i say the same thing it's you know i'm like ask my wife did the rent come out and she's like the mortgage i'm like oh i don't even know so i'm not the brightest when it comes to real estate but that made me feel right at home <laughs> So, like I said, this episode is going to be about Jeremy and Jason's trip to Houston with the team. Special thanks to 4th Street Bar and Southern Beverage for making this possible. So go by 4th Street, support them, drink some Southern Beverage beverages. I know you drink them. I know we drink them. So I will tell you this about this episode. There will be some sound issues throughout the broadcast due to rain, windshield wipers, wind, crowd noise, and the like when you do these type of things. It's just the nature of the beast as far as our technical prowess. Um, I'm thankful that the Golden Eagles did get a win for these guys. It was a very sloppy game. The defense was pretty strong. The offense had its ups and downs. Not necessarily the performance you'd want to see, but a win is a win, and we will take it. Hopefully they can fix that moving forward. But I'm glad these guys had a great time. So without any further ado, let's get right down to it. Bump and Coop's Excellent Adventure. Okay, it's 7.15. I'm headed back from the uh, men's basketball uh, tip-off party that they had at Brewski's tonight. It's kind of the beginning of my fantastic weekend of Southern Miss stuff. So, just wanted to check in. Uh, what Coach talked about while he was there was uh, was 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 just incredible. He's fantastic at what he does. Um, before Coach got up there, all the players, um, uh, all the players uh, were introduced. The new guys, the guys from last year, of course, Ladavius Drain, I think, got the loudest of all the applauses. <clears throat> I wanted to talk to a few more people, but I don't know if you can hear in the background. But I have my three-year-old Jack with me, so. That didn't happen. We did enjoy some uh, hot dogs and chips and Sprite, and, um, and and it was really, really a fantastic turnout. We we put a couple pictures out on Twitter. Um, very excited to see everybody. Picked up my season tickets. I hadn't opened them up, looked at them yet, but <laughs> got the season tickets in hand. It's always a good thing. 
Uh, they unveiled the new uniforms that they had they had previously done that on social, but got to see the guys wearing them tonight. So got to see all three uniforms. Very cool. There is a game um, coming up next Tuesday versus Mississippi College at Green Green Coliseum. So looking forward to getting out and seeing some of that. Uh, but but a few things that Jay talked about were uh, number one becoming a national power. That's what he wants Southern Miss to to become. And he he mentioned that uh, you know if teams like Butler can do it, teams like Gonzaga can can come out of nowhere back in the day and do it, and, and even teams like Loyola Chicago um, was it last year or year before last make it to the Final Four, then then, then Southern Miss can do it. So that got a pretty good applause. And uh, he said, you know, if you're going to get to the Final Four, then you might as well win the thing. So it's cool. The dude's got the dude's got, got, got high ambition. It's something we've needed around here for a long time. Um, I look forward to seeing everybody that I saw there tonight sitting next to me at Reed Green on Tuesday and for every other other uh, one of the games. So if you haven't got your season tickets yet, uh, go ahead and, and call the uh, ticket office get them. They're the cheapest deal in the world i feel guilty by how little i pay for these season tickets so uh get that uh join the hardwood club help out and um this was my first little check-in so i guess the next time i'll be boarding the plane headed to houston to the top all right so i just picked up uh bump and we are off to the races off to the airport in the flood yeah right when the rain starts raining um as hard as it's raining the entire day that's when we get to drive to the Hattiesburg Airport to get on this plane. So starting off great. The yeah. thing is, we'll be flying through that rain pretty quick. Um, so I brought my sunglasses because maybe I'm hoping I'll get that uh, that window seat, which you never know. But uh, yeah, we're headed. I got my rice blue on. I know my wife's already told me, but you know, it is what it is. I wasn't throwing on anything uh, anything else. This is always clean. So we're in the car. We're headed that way, and uh, looking forward. I, I, I'll sit. I was talking with. Some I really hope we don't get like on the offensive lineman rope. This plane, I'm looking for the kicker rope. Before I fit in. Yeah. The, uh, I, I don't know how many they can fit in, our, in, you know, in one little section of a uh, big guy, offensive or defensive. Like you got space about, you know, strategic order. So, what's up, man? You ready for this trip? Where are we going tonight? I can't wait. Uh, I mean, you know, you would think that rain like this would put a damper on a day like, like this, but no way, dude. No way. No, I'm, I'm just pumped. Uh, tonight, man, I can't wait. Uh, here you've got a few ideas. Uh, we get some free time. Yeah, so, we're definitely going to have some free time. I did find out that there are no scooters. Yeah, from the that too. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be walking in or Ubering or whatever. Come on, scooters. Bird and lime and all those. Step your game up. Yeah, it's a big controversy apparently in Houston right now. A lot of people that want it and the reasons that they haven't done it. So, shot right our own school. Yeah. But, speaking of work, all day. Look at what all the poor people are doing today. Just kidding. I'm the poor one. So, I got my hair cut this morning and I found out the girl that cuts my hair. Uh, Cheerleader, you saw them as cheerleaders. So I told her we were, you know, where I was going today. She said, you know, story came out. She said, what? They're flying nowadays? So when I was a cheerleader there, we, we took eight-hour bus trips everywhere we went. So, How old is this cheerleader? Well, she was there in ten and eleven. What? Yeah. They've always flown. That's what I said, but she said, no, that's not, that's not how they did it then. Yeah, she's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> she said well, that was the year they played South Carolina. When we played South Carolina, she said, yeah, us, them, them the team, everybody went, went on bus. It's too far. Yep. So. Anyway, 10 and 11. 11, that was a really good year. Yeah. She, uh, she had a lot of good things to say about Fedora. So he was just, he uh, would motivate uh, Stump. She said she'd never met anybody like him as far as motivation goes. Which is true. Still got glitter on me. You're from Ruston, Louisiana. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Gotta get that glitter off. Gotta get anything to do with a loss off of us on the way. Yeah, shake it off. Mm-hmm. Shake it off. I, uh, that was a, a milestone at that game, putting that glitter on my face. I don't know how many people know my phobia, but that was a big deal that day. Of course, you know, it lasted about one quarter, but 
still, the fact that I did it was... Really, mine's lasted a week. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, well, uh, we'll check in again. Let's get closer to that airplane. All right, well, we're rolling up to the airport. Uh, the, the, the rain has graciously slowed down for a minute, hopefully to let us out of the car. A lot of cars here. So, uh, I saw you at the airport about a minute ago. You were good. So, uh, we're sitting here at the airport. Uh, we chronicle on this entire thing. Yeah. yeah. That's Amy. Sitting here with, with Amy. She's going to be taking the trip with us. Um, she's an integral part of, of sort of showing us around. But uh, everybody's starting to get on the plane. We're, they're starting to board certain ones. Um, but we're going to sort of chill back until they call us, I guess. It's 28C, any way you slice it. So yep. that's where I'm going. I'll be waiting for a while. But I will be, I will be picking up one of those box lunches over there. And then an hour and 15 minutes later or so, we'll be in Houston. Touchdown, I guess, in maybe 20, 30 minute. Uh, ride from uh, the airport to the hotel and then it's you know Google what bars are close time <laughs> pretty much then it's uh, 530 somewhere 5 o'clock somewhere it would be like 530 there yeah. perfect maybe that's what I was thinking so anyway yeah we're on the way man we're just gonna be in the air shortly mm -hmm. so uh, we're all right it's 722 we have made our way to the bar and um, I tell you what, man, um, Cooper's sitting here right, right here next to me. It's um, as far as this is the first time I've ever, you know, been on a trip with uh, with Sutter Miss football team. But I tell you what, from the time we left the airport to the time we got on the bus to the time we got here, this thing is a well-oiled machine. What do you think? Absolutely. I, I tell you that the ride on the plane, you know, that was that was nice enough. But what really shocked me, I guess you could say is the fact of when we got on the buses, we got off the plane, straight from the plane to the bus, and then of course that escort, man, they had the interstate shut down, they had the red lights shut down. I mean, we were breezing through five o'clock traffic like, it, <laughs> you know, like a knife through butter. It was, it was, uh, it was impressive. Absolutely, so we're trying to, we're sitting down here trying to figure out what we're gonna do next, but um, we decided to get a couple drinks at the bar. They got the World Series on, we're watching. Hopefully Dozier gets in at bat tonight. I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but, um, well, you know, getting ready for the game tomorrow, and a couple friends have called me and asked me, you know, hey, what's the team? What's the vibe like? You know, what's everybody, uh, what's everybody, what's everybody feeling like walking around? And I told them, as far as I've seen, coaches and players, um, it's pretty much just business like. Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, that, that, that's that's that states it pretty well. I'm. Um, on the plane, everybody's sitting there. You know, we were right, what, five rows behind Hop and all the players. And um, just the, the, the professionalism uh, that I've seen so far with the whole team, it's just, it's, it's been impressive as well. Yeah. Very businesslike indeed. Let's hope that they take that businesslike attitude into the game tomorrow and uh, we pull out this victory over Rice. But also sitting with us right now is um, kind of our, I guess, like our, our, our caretaker on this trip. Chauffeur, um, liaison to the football team, all of the above. She got us. She got us rooms by ourselves, uh, which I think we might be the only people to get that. Um, so, Amy Gerald, Amy, uh, you work with the. What you work with IMG, right? I work for Learfield IMG, mm -hmm. which is the sports marketing department at Southern Miss. We work with the athletics department, and we um, put together things like this wonderful trip for y'all. Yeah. And we sure appreciate it. <laughs> Through you guys uh, and, and with Southern Beverage and 4th Street Bar, this has been an absolute dream come true. So you've probably done this a lot. Um, we are getting treated like kings everywhere we go. Is this pretty much uh, just how it goes with Southern Miss everywhere we go? I hope so. I hope that everybody has the experience that y'all have had tonight. Yeah. And it might depend on the game tomorrow. I know. But I think we're going to come out with a victory. Um, so is this your first time to Houston? Uh, not in Houston, but this is my first away game with the team because I've only been with uh, um, Lairfield for a year. So this is my – I'm doing the same thing. This is my first flyaway trip with the team. Wow. Well, I'm glad you got to experience with us. We, um, we've been we've, we, we've been lifelong fans. Thank you, sir. We, we've been life, lifelong fans. Well, I say lifelong fans. Uh, we were, You know, we both actually grew up uh, pulling for a couple of the teams up north. Um, until we saw the light and came to Hattiesburg in 1997, we were Pledge Brothers at Sigma Guy House. 
Um, yeah. So, um, so, but it's it's the best thing in the world, um, and to, to to get to see it on this side of it is really kind of eye opening for me. Just the class that goes along with it. You look at the guys; they're dressed sharp on the airplane. I'm I'm imagining it's going to be very similar when we get off the bus tomorrow. Um, so, so as far as your duties involved, when you wake up tomorrow, it's game day. Uh, what all goes into your day? Well, I'll be doing pretty much what y'all are doing. We'll go to tailgate with the alumni probably and kind of walk around campus and kind of see what's going on and enjoy the game. So I'm, I'm really with y'all. So I need to know where to apply for this job. <laughs> Talk to Jamie Martin. She's the GM, and uh, she can probably hook you up. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool deal. Well, thanks for spending a couple moments with us here, and um, maybe we'll talk with you later. But uh, Southern Miss? To the top. To the top. All right. So uh, it's the next morning again. Yeah. Uh, one fifteen came around pretty quick last night. Uh, <laughs> if anybody sees me today, they're going to see the same exact pullover because I didn't realize it was wintertime in Houston. But, um, but yeah, about to, about to get on these buses. I'm trying. I'm kind of wondering where everybody is. But about to get yeah. on these buses, head over to the uh, field. It's really close. It's like, I mean, less yeah. than a mile away. So it's pretty cool. Oh. I got some players coming down. There they come. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh. yeah, headed over to tailgate, uh, and hold this one. <laughs> so, um, going back to the cold, when we got off the plane yesterday, I mean, it hit like, I don't know, so did yeah. we, are we in Houston or New York? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty windy back in Hatchbury, so on Facebook and stuff, so, uh, I don't know, lots of, uh, lots of wind going around, but I think the cold is just on this side of the front, I guess, and maybe it's coming that way, I don't know, but it's pretty chilly. And yeah. uh, kind of reminds me of that trip that we took to uh, Club La Vila in about 1998. <laughs> <laughs> we got stuck in a Club La Vila parking lot for like three days. We're the same thing every time. That was pretty cool. But yeah. uh, today is a little bit different. Um, it's going to be the quickest plane trip I think I've ever taken. Just got here yesterday, going to do the game, wrap the game. I think we're pretty much getting on the bus, headed back to the plane, and uh, and out of there. So we'll be back in Hattiesburg, uh, I don't know, depending on the game, 6, 7 o'clock, something like that. Yeah, that's the so plan. pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, I'm struggling this morning. Got my coffee. Um, I'm glad that we see other people with us because I was really thinking we might have done something wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, we're good. We're getting, <laughs> getting closer to time. And of course, this will be an early game. It's gonna it's gonna all pass by pretty quick this morning. I think it's gonna yep uh, be a quick process. So looking forward to it. Ready to get out. Ready to tailgate. Hair the dog to the top. Yep. All right, nine o'clock. Coop and I are standing uh, down at the bottom of the escalator, about to get on the bus. Ran across uh, Jeff Mitchell. Um, Jeff, what's your official title? Deputy Director of Athletics. Everybody at Southern Miss has these really cool titles. I'm like salesman. I don't know. <laughs> but um, no, so uh, you know, Cooper and I were talking about it, and all three of us were talking about it a minute ago. Just um, logistically, how cool uh, every, how smoothly everything runs from the time you get to the airport to uh, the weaving our way through 530 traffic in Houston. Um, I mean, is this normal? Does this happen everywhere? Do we, do we get like the royal treatment? Do we just have people that do it better than everybody else? It's pretty standard, but we, we certainly do have many talented staff members who organize mm -hmm. uh, our trips. Wes Turner, Aaron Walker in particular, right. those two gentlemen are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we're really grateful for them because moving 175 people on a, <laughs> on a game day, right. you know, particularly with the plane flight, uh, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah, and, uh, but it, it, as we witnessed yesterday, uh, it's very smooth. So we got in last night and went to this old Mexican place that Lee Roberts actually uh, recommended that we go, and it was awesome. Um, you're a little higher up on the ladder than we are, so what was your your uh, night like last night? Well, I, we had the Circle of Champions trip uh, that uh, they take annually, and uh, this year uh, they chose to come to Houston. So we went to the Four Seasons, had a nice dinner there. It was a, a gathering of about 50 people. Um, so uh, we're very grateful for their support as well. Mm -hmm. Makes these trips possible. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so uh, we're about to get on this bus. Uh, so what are your, I guess, duties or what do you do? Uh, I know we were talking to Amy last night. I was like, is this really your job? <laughs> you get to do this all the time. Um, so so as far as you're the rest of your day, are you running around like a madman or, or how's the rest of the day go for you? Yeah, I, I'll be checking on our staff just to, to make sure that they've got what they need. I mean, it's it's really a floater type of job, which mm -hmm. is nice. But I'll check in the press box on Jack Duggan and his crew and mm -hmm. uh, 
I'll be down on the field for a little bit. And I like to watch most of the first quarter from the field. And, right. and then I'll go upstairs and uh, visit with some Rice folks too, yeah. uh, just colleagues in, in the industry. So it's a fun day. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, thanks for taking a couple minutes with us. Yeah, and Southern Miss to the top. So we just got off the bus. We are standing here uh, with some fans. Just watched all the players get off the bus. We're headed over to the tailgate tent now. Uh, I was just giving a good tip that they've got Bloody Marys uh, for breakfast at the tailgate tent. I'm going to check one out. Okay, 9.52. We just arrived on the bus, like the shortest bus ride ever from the hotel. Right when we pull up, we see a good friend of ours, um, and I guess you're the, the head of the Alumni Association, huh? Yeah, executive director of the Alumni Association. Everybody in their titles at Southern Miss is just these crazy awesome titles. But anyway, uh, Jerry DeFatta joining us now. So um, how long have you been out here tailgating today? Uh, we got out here about 8.30 this morning to set up the Eagle Landing for Southern Miss fans to, to gather and hang out this morning. Were you part of the uh, Circle of Champions dinner and all that stuff that I was talking with Jeff about? Yeah, yeah. We came over uh, Thursday and had a couple of meetings yesterday morning and had dinner last night with the group and got to spend a little time hanging out with Southern Miss people. Tough gig, isn't it? It is. Some days. Some <laughs> days are rough. Now, as far as uh, setting all this stuff up, I've just been amazed at just how smoothly everything's gone. Um, and uh, we get out here, this tent's already set up, the table's ready to go, you got the, the food truck. Um, I mean, who handles all of that? So, you, you know how it is. You're, you're only as good as your people. Uh, and we're pretty fortunate at Southern Miss. Bailey Long is our assistant director for programs and constituent relations, talking about titles. Uh, I think she has the longest one ever in recorded history at Southern Miss. But Bailey's been with us now for about four years, does a tremendous job, and she she sets up all these events, works with the caterers, works with the tent companies, works with the universities to make sure that we have the space that we need for our events. And this is the fifth one of these that we've done this year, and she's done a tremendous job. So uh, talking a little bit about, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on at Southern Miss right now. We're getting the new field, uh, turf at the Pete. Um, we got the money rolling in for the basketball renovations and all that. But as far as the Alumni Association goes, uh, what's going on these days? Well, so we spent the last couple of years really doing an in-depth 360-degree evaluation of our organization. And, you know, when you talk about the things that keep you up at night, you know, for, the, for me the last few years, the thing that's kept me awake is knowing that we, we look very similar today to how we looked 30 years ago. And, and our graduates look far different now. And so we've, we've done a lot of research. We've spent a lot of time talking with our alumni. We've done some focus groups. And we're moving towards a new model to engage alumni really across the spectrum. We, we're working really hard to connect with current students through our Student Alumni Association. We're working through a group that we've just created called the Goal Council for graduates of the last decade. Uh, and they're helping provide some leadership for our efforts for young alumni. And we're working to really change all of our geographic groups from kind of a chapter structure to, to more of what we're calling alumni hubs that really is, is kind of the center of involvement for Southern Miss alumni, wherever you may live. And we're gonna provide opportunities for people to help with recruiting students, to, uh, to provide community service in areas, to get together for networking events and game watching parties, and really just trying to provide a lot of different types of engagement opportunities for people, as opposed to just you know having one big event where people come and, and get together to hear about you know one specific area of the university. So we right. wanna be a little more broad based in the way that we connect with people. <laughs> Sure thing, man. Um, well, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, it, it's 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 not it's, it's not going unnoticed, and we appreciate all the work that you guys are doing. And um, let's get this uh, let's get this W today. Yeah, we need one. Yeah. Southern Miss to the top. All right, so now we uh we just got a little bite of breakfast. How was that? Fantastic. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know it was gonna be that uh, that elaborate. Yeah, bacon, <laughs> eggs, biscuits. Gravy. You know it's a good. You know it's a good breakfast, but I can't identify it all. Like, like I was like, what kind of fancy eggs are these? <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, good stuff, especially this time of the morning. And with it, it's so cold out. Freezing. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to translate on TV, but it Very, is uh, freezing. It's overcast, uh, about 50 degrees, windy. Uh, they say the sun's going to pop out at some point today, but we. We'll, well, Bloody Mary number two. We'll so hopefully that'll take me all the way through. But I would give like a hundred dollar bill right now for like thirty minutes of a heater sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I think it surprised a lot of people though. I mean, you know, if it's in one of those situations to predict, maybe we could have had a heater. Yeah. But uh, anyway, good experience so far. It's a lot more people here than uh, this early that uh, I might would have expected. I don't know. It's, it's a full house here. So. 
Alright, it's 11.08, uh, and ran across some people that we, well, I guess you guys came here from Hattiesburg, or most of them, some, some from Dallas, some from Hattiesburg, everybody's uh, Southern Miss fans here, ran into them last night, went to like three or four different bars, the last like two shots of Fireball are probably a terrible idea, but we've seen them here today, um, everybody's enjoying some drinks, they're getting ready to go get their tickets, but I thought we would just kind of go around and, and see what you felt about the game today, and, um, and what you think the score might be, so... Just give uh, give the uh, listeners your name and what you think the score is going to be. All right. Uh, my name's Reagan, and I'm going to say 28-10. 28-10. All right. My name is Mac, and I'll say 35-27. to 27? Uh, oh, she's up. Come on. Come on. <laughs> we'll go here. You can think about it while he's going. Yeah, it's Chase. Uh, I think it's going to be 34-17. to 17. Okay. Just pick some numbers. It's Destiny, and I'm going to say uh, 34 to 17, and I came up with that myself. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I uh, appreciate the uh, predictions there. And, um, are you guys ready to uh, watch the uh, Golden Eagles play today? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you guys came from Dallas, though, right? Yeah. So, did you and you did not go to Southern Miss, correct? Yes, I did. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. Okay. What was that Louisiana Tech thing from last night? Am I just imagining that? No, I got my undergrad there. And- okay. <laughs> got my master's at USM, and my okay. whole family went to USM, so that's my yeah. that's my big connection, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And what about you, Destiny? Graduated from Southern Miss in 2016. Okay, what about you? I did not, actually. My dad went to Southern Miss, but I graduated from Drexel, up north in the northeast. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm a first-generation USM student, so first person from my family to go there. Cool. Just kind of how I ended up. just went there kind of by default, actually, but yeah. I loved it, so... Seymour? <laughs> <laughs> Seymour just walked up already doing that. But anyway, thanks for uh, participating in my little uh, thing here. And uh, Southern Miss? Yeah. All right, so we finally made it into the game after uh, tailgating a great tailgate. We had a great turnout. The, the tent was full of people. The food was great. The mimosas were great. Bloody Marys were great. What do y'all think? I agree. You couldn't put, pick a better day in the year in Houston to be out here. I don't know, it's 65 degrees. It feels great. Um, it's not so packed. But it didn't forever. It was for a reason when we got here. The sun came out, so it's a little bit better now. This guy right here was threatening going to buy a blue I would have. blanket I would to put have. on. I would have spent a $100 bill on a blue blanket. He said rice on it. I wouldn't sit on their sideline if they had a heater, if I could have. But the sun yeah. came out. It's all good. Yeah, it's, we just had a huge third down stop. What happened on that kid? I'm looking at Mitch Williams, man, the famous sports guy from WDAM. Yeah, Mitch yeah. Williams. Right here, great weather. Looking yeah. at local celebrities. Yeah, Mitch was on the plane with us yesterday. Your good friend Billy man. lives in Houston now. Yeah. Glad he came out. Haven't seen this guy in yeah. a decade. Didn't show up last night for, you know, going out on town, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I know, man. I just can't imagine a scenario where Billy would come to Hattiesburg and I would be like, man, I just can't make it. But he didn't make it for half of it. This yeah. was a halfway awesome experience. So you get half the props. That's half. Shooting 50%. Yeah. yeah. Or batting 500. I like that better. Yeah, sounds good. I don't know. Your wife would disagree. <laughs> so you can, you can quickly see the crowd here. It's uh, a little underwhelming, but it's as you expected. You have to use air quotes with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. reminds us of a uh, high school championship. But anyway, uh, I think we do have more fans than they do, though. So, uh, halftime. Halftime. We're up. Yeah, we finally got finally got warmed up. It took us about a quarter and a half, but we finally saw a little bit of life out of the guys on the sideline. Up to this point, kind of been looking at them, and you know it's been a little bit nonchalant. I mean, maybe some of that has to do with there's. I mean, look around. It's a sixty thousand seat stadium, and there's five hundred people here. Yeah. So uh, maybe they had a little bit to do with it, but I think we got a little bit of fire under our ass coming into the second half. Got a ten to nothing lead. I want to say we got the ball to start off, so maybe we're kicking off the second half. But defenses look great. Um, the few times that Rice has had an opportunity to move it down the field, we pretty much um, just broke up the pass or, or sacked the quarterback or something. So defense has showed up a little bit. I thought the offensive line in the first half played fantastic. And um, and, I, and I look to build on this 10 nothing lead uh, in the second half for sure. Yeah, so it's, uh, we're, we climbed up to the very top of the stadium. To the top. Yeah, to the top of the stadium. 
Uh, got a little workout getting up here, but it's a uh, it's a good view, and you can hear everything really well up here. The acoustics are, are great. Yeah, it's a way better seat than like on the sideline. I don't yeah. want to complain about where we're sitting, but I do have to stand up so I can see over the players <laughs> yeah. that are standing on the I sideline, mean, which is not a bad thing. We're sitting with the players basically. But this is uh, have you showed everybody the whole thing? Yeah, I'm fixing to. Okay. Yeah. So uh, starting with that uh, skyline behind us there. Okay, so 1.43, the second half has just kicked off. And uh, before, we, I, I, I kind of walked up to the top of the stadium, me and Cooper did, to uh, get a picture from the very, uh, quote-unquote, to the top of the uh, Rice Stadium, and we, we tweeted it out. Really cool. Um, but on the way up there, I, I saw one of our good buddies, Glenn Dyer. Glenn, of course, works um, with 24 – well, it's Golden Eagle Pride, but it's part yeah. of 24-7 Sports, right? Yeah, GoldenEaglePride.com. Yeah. So I don't know uh, if you guys are ever looking for any, like, just up-to-date info and as, as far as what goes on on the day-to-day -day with uh, Southern Miss – all Southern Miss athletics. But right now, football season, obviously. Um, go to that site and check it out. But, Glenn, as far as uh, what practices looked like this week and um, – and, uh, and what has transpired so far today? I mean, did you see anything leading up to practice that, that would show you anything? Like, the defense has looked outstanding today. Did, did anything show you that a defense is going to show up like this as far as practice went all week? Yeah, I think that, I think they have an offense that fits kind of uh, where our strengths are uh, stopping oh, the run. They run a lot of 22 personnel with two tight ends. They get in the eye, and we're kind of built to stop the run. And uh, during the week, I saw our safeties get down in the box some, our spur safety. And uh, so far, our safeties have come down and uh, – Take care of the run well, and our linebackers have fit their gaps today. Right. So, in, in as far as the Rice game plan today, and you know, I know, I know it's more like, like of like that that Stanford style of offense, um, maybe similar to what UTEP did as far as they run the ball a lot and they really don't try to throw the ball a whole lot, which I think plays into our hands. But um, I, I guess, uh, do you think this, that that game plan, if we could play a lot of teams like that, would that benefit Southern Miss more? Yeah, I think so. And and today, I mean, unlike some of the games earlier, we're uh, getting uh, what I what I call coverage sacks. We're getting good coverage on the back end, and uh, the quarterbacks having to stand there and hold that football. And Whittington's probably got two sacks already today, and uh, uh, Jack S. Turner's got a sack today. So we right. got three or four sacks on the board in just the first half alone. Now, did you drive over today from Hattiesburg, or did you? Uh, are you making a weekend out of it, or how's that go down? Yeah, we, we rolled in Thursday. I got a buddy that lives in Katy, and uh, we're making a big uh, visiting family and friends and catching catching a little Southern Miss football. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to, you know. I wonder sometimes what what all the poor people do. <laughs> I'm just kidding because I'm definitely the poor guy. But anyway, uh, thanks for checking in with us. And uh, it's uh, right now we're up ten to nothing in the uh, third quarter, and everything's looking great. Hopefully, it continues, and we'll uh, we'll see everybody next week at the Rock. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. All right, so uh, that's it. That's the game. We're out yeah. here at the buses now, waiting for the team to come out. Thoughts? Um, well, my thoughts are that uh, I was wondering if there was ever a time that if our offense stubbed their toe, if the defense could basically win the game for us. And that's pretty much what happened today. I mean, offense, you know, I think everybody would admit that we just – probably didn't play up to our potential even though there were some key plays here and there on like third down conversions and specifically you know like that, that big run by Perkins right there at the end but for the most part I mean I think the defense um, or the offense you know didn't maybe do their best but the defense stepped up and won the game so who cares how you win no matter if you went 45 to nothing or like we did today a win is a win and for me I think it uh, is, is even better than that just because the defense is kind of what did it for us today. The defense definitely stepped up, and it wasn't exactly a pretty win, like you said, but it is a win, and uh, it would have really been nasty if we go home and break their losing streak. Though. Uh, yeah. You can't say that didn't cross your mind at some point. But, uh, no. We, well, well it, it's, it's a heck of a lot better for whoever's sitting next to me on the plane on the way back if we ended up with a victory. <laughs> But yeah. no, it was great. The weather turned out great. It was so cold this morning, but uh, the sun settled in, and I don't know what it is oh, right man. now. Probably 65, 70 degrees. There's so not a cold. cloud in the sky. I mean, but, it's, uh, uh, it's beautiful. I'm really ready to get on this bus, get on the airplane, get back to Hattiesburg. And I don't know. Keep this party going. You know, keep this feeling going as long as we can. But it's been, it's been a heck of a ride. This might be the last transmission that we do. I don't know, but um, it's been, it's been really cool. I can't believe. The people do this for a living and call it a job. Yeah. We've been around those people for two days now. 
that this is their job. Don't get me wrong, like, they do I mean, a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like, but for the most part, they do kind of what we're doing. Like, you get paid to, to do this? Oh. Yeah. But it's great, so, and, and many thanks to them for, for letting us tag along. Yeah. Amy, uh, Amy Gerald, she stuck by our side, made sure that we didn't uh, do anything we weren't supposed to, which is probably not the easiest thing in the world to do. And, uh, and we, got, we, got a, we got a peek behind the curtain. And, and it was really cool. It makes me love Southern Miss even more. See how professional these people are. See how, uh, how they act on a, on a day in and day out basis. Oh, yeah. And um, and not just in front of the gamers, but behind the scenes. So yeah. it was really cool and i um, glad we got to do it. And There's a lot of hope stuff. We get, hope we get to do it again, but it's probably never going to happen again. It might not, but we can say we did it. I mean, we put it put this one a check mark in the book. Uh, so Indeed. There you go, man. Let's go get some Chick-fil-A. Let's do it. Oh. Greetings and salutations, you guys. Um, <clears throat> on the line with me now, Jeremy Cooper. Uh, Coop, you and I enjoyed the heck out of one just crazy, crazy whirlwind of a weekend with Southern Miss football. It was, uh, it was, you know, opportunity of a lifetime, really. Dream come true. Can't, I still really can't believe that it happened, um, and we chronicled the entire thing for the episode. Hopefully, it turns out okay. But a lot of that, uh, a lot of that was spur of the moment. <laughs> And, uh, and we came up with the best questions that we could, but we tried to give everybody kind of that, you know, a peek behind the curtain of, of what, of what the trip, uh, is kind of like for the guys. And, um, even though we didn't have a lot of contact with the players, which I can totally understand, you know, I've met us too. <laughs> so I can understand why the coaches didn't want us around, but the, uh, every, everybody that kind of helped us through it, um, namely Amy Gerald, um, you know, it was just they really went above and beyond to make it, you know, the, the trip of a lifetime. And I'm sure you feel the same way I do. Oh, absolutely, man. It was um, it started off a little a uh, little bit wet. You know, we uh, got in the car to go to the airport and pouring down rain, uh, walked across the tarmac in the pouring down rain, of course. <laughs> uh, so that was a fun start. But um, it didn't take any of the excitement away. We um, you know, we were ex- as excited, I think, as we've been in a long time. And, uh, and, you know, for good reason. And, um, I think that the, uh, uh, we, we weren't disappointed. That's for sure. It was, it was definitely a, uh, a peak behind the curtains for us. Uh, we saw a lot that we did not realize went on behind the scenes. And hopefully, you know, we, we did chronicle enough, uh, for you guys to hear that as well. True thing. You know, the funny thing about in that airport <clears throat> is that we ran in in the pouring down rain. And we saw Bo Morgan sitting right there up under the little uh, overhang before you go in. And uh, we get in there, and John Cox is totally dry, right? <laughs> so right. he's been there for a while. Well, he went out in the middle of it, came back in, still totally dry. So it's like he knew what the rain was going to do. I guess that's just – that's what 40-something years on the job will Man. get for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Cox is a pro. That's no doubt about that. He's done this a time or two. So, yeah, he, he had it down to the, to the second <laughs> that day. We saw it. So, and, and a lot of that stuff we're talking about got chronicled. But uh, let's let's get to the game, man. Let's get to this Rice recap. This game that the, the Southern Miss uh, Golden Eagles came away victoriously, twenty to six. I think that um, I, I think that uh, maybe the expectations were were that you know it, it was going to be a little bit uh, more of a of a gap um, as far as the Southern as far as Southern Miss winning the game, but. You know, and Jamie and I talked about on a previous episodes that even though Rice was winless, I'm telling you, these guys can play. It's like they've got that they're well coached. They're they've uh, they they're they have a good plan. Um, maybe they're lacking just a big time quarterback or something like that. But they're always in all these games, and and you know we we're hoping that Southern Miss uh, would come out and just dominate. But if we didn't, we we're hoping the 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 defense could keep us in it, and that's kind of exactly what happened for most of the day. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's been an offensive year so far for the most part for us, uh, and this was uh, a turnaround a little bit. You know, the defense sort of uh, saved the day uh, on Saturday, so that was good to see, for sure. But Rice, no Rice was no joke. You know, we we uh, we talked about it the night before and the, the morning before the game, talking about you know you had your people on the on the side of uh, what's going to be a thirty point uh, deficit. You know, we're going we're going to win by thirty, and then the others are saying you know it's going to be a three point deficit. So. You know, it could have gone either way, and we were we were sure biting our nails the first half. I don't want to say I feel sorry for Rice because uh, we've been there, right? We went through one of those Absolutely. seasons. Absolutely. Um, yes. But you know, going around in the Rice Village the night before, talking to all the people. Granted, I mean, tons of them were Houston Astros fans that night, but uh, you know, saw a lot, saw a bunch of Rice people around, and uh, they couldn't have been any nicer to us. All the people in Houston were really nice, and then you know they just keep losing. <laughs> um, yeah. So. 
And, and, and but as far as that goes, I thought it was a game that uh, Southern Miss was really the better team for most of the day, but it really didn't, you know, we really didn't completely put it out of reach until the absolute very end. And on that note, I don't want to harp on this a lot because uh, everybody has their attendance issues, okay? But I'm looking at the announced attendance here. Have you seen this number? I haven't seen the official number. Let me ask you what you think the official attendance was at the Rice game. Just it's a big old stadium, seats like 60,000 people. Back in the day, it was used for a Super Bowl. JFK gave a speech there one time about going to the moon. It's a big, huge, historic place, downtown Houston, right behind it. What's your best guess on the announced attendance? Announced attendance, uh, from what I saw that day, and, and, and yeah, you're right about the history there. I, I was unaware of how much history has actually gone down in that stadium. But, uh, but by being there and looking around, you know, I would say um, maybe 4,000, maybe five. 20,367. <laughs> that's, that's pretty comical there. That's that Brent, Brent Jones math. Oh, my God. Um, so anyway. But, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, 20,000. Easy. It's either 20,000 or 750. I'm not positive. Wow. Yeah, I, I thought I was being, you know, giving them, uh, I, I was giving them some with the four, man. Golly. So it's a game that, uh, that we saw 13 total punts and only 26 points uh, scored total. Uh, Southern Miss is averaging way more than that themselves. So it was, it was a defensive struggle. But you know, like when we showed up that morning, and, and it did warm up during the game. When we first got there, man, it's like I think it was in the, the high 40s with like a 30 mile an hour wind blowing. So we were really wondering if, if you know passing was going to be an issue. And I don't think that's exactly what happened during the game. I think that uh, maybe we miscued a little bit, and maybe Rice is just a little better than we gave him credit for. But but, you know, uh, it, I thought going into it, it was going to be the team that maybe would run the ball a little bit better, would win the game. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. I think going into it, everybody thought that Bryce was uh, going to be much more on the running side of the ball than the than passing. And that's not what we saw. I mean, they uh, they completed some passes and uh, they, they, they didn't look terrible at that. And they ran it a lot less than than what people were uh, expecting, I think. And um that's that's for sure. Uh, yeah. But that, but as far as the weather, though, man, uh, I, I have never seen uh, a day change like that. It was, like you said, <laughs> right. with with it so cold that morning, and by the time the sun came out, by by game time, I mean it was a, it was like a whole different day. You know, I mean it's uh, it was it was beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, thank goodness the alumni tent number one showed up early. Number two had the Bloody Marys, the mimosas, and the screwdrivers ready to roll. All three oh things I would like to drink when it's really, really cold outside. And don't forget about that uh, about the catered the catered breakfast. Man, how clutch was that? Man, it was good. It was some good stuff. Um, and then, you know, it was it was all right. I mean, it 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 was perfect. It was right outside the stadium. Uh, the food was on point. The the drinks, like you said, uh, it, it was it was all it was a it was a good setup. So a scoreless first quarter, not a whole lot of action in that first quarter. It went by really, really quickly too. And it, it you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a sloppy quarter. I didn't think it's just it's just good defense on both sides. And Sutter Miss, you know, you're sitting there going, "Come on, guys, you know, let's go." Where's this offense at? Uh, but I think you really got to tip your hat to Rice and maybe you know. And I'll say this too, getting back to that attendance for just a second. I don't think it's easy to play in those environments. People talk about playing in front of like seventy, eighty thousand people being tough, and it is. But I think there's also something to, to trying to get yourself hyped. Um, the, the Sutter Miss sideline was, was just, I, mean, I don't want to say lack of days goal or whatever, but I think it's just tough to, to get yourself psyched up when you're sitting there looking at 800 people that you're playing. It, 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 I think you said it best. You said it looked like a, like a 2A championship game at, uh, at Memorial Stadium in Jackson. It, it really did. That's, that's got to play with your psyche just a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the feeling I had the minute that we walked in there and saw the crowd and the, and the way that that stadium is set up and how old it is. I mean, it really reminded me of that, you know, going to some of those uh, smaller uh, high school 2A, 3A championships and Memorial. That's what it looked like. And you're, you're exactly right. I mean, I thought about it, you know, several times during the game, how, you know, Rice as a team, how, you know, what what it's like coming in there and playing to that kind of crowd. I mean, you know, I, I think about uh at playing at the rock you know and 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 we we you know we got people that get down in our crowd and and whatnot but you know seeing that you 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 go through the mind process of how 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 do they get themselves uh pumped up game after and you know home games uh when they're there in you know in front of that small crowd i mean it's uh that's that's definitely pleasant to the psyche for sure 
I think our good friend Reagan that we hung out with the night before, he he actually tweeted out something to that effect. Like whoever complains about the attendance at re, at, uh, at at the Rock um, really should come and sit through a game at Rice one time. Which that I may mean, look, and not, they're not always like that. They're having a horrible season. Okay, kind of yeah, like back yeah. in the day when Memphis had a horrible season. Oh, absolutely. It's I, I get it. I get it. But um, so anyway, back to the game. Um, no score in that first quarter. Uh, uh, our, our freshman kicker Stein gave us three nothing lead with a 23 yard field goal at the 9:53 mark in the second quarter. So all of a sudden USM's on the board. You're feeling pretty good about yourself, and um, and you're kind of wondering if you're going to start pouring it on. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's that's exactly the feeling that we were we, we had. I mean, I, you know, breaking that mold, you know, of, of the first uh, the first points on the board. Um, we thought it was going to go a lot faster after that than it actually did, but that was uh you know, getting getting that mold broken for sure. The cool thing that happened next was as I was walking around the stadium, because where we ended up sitting was, was fantastic. We were like, I don't know, like the 40-yard line on the very front row. But you couldn't see anything. <laughs> we were, there were such good seats that you couldn't see over the football players, which was great. And I got some cool pictures of uh, of the offensive line sitting there in, in their meetings and the cheerleaders and Seymour and you know stuff like that but um I actually had to go up like 18 rows to to try to take some decent pictures and decent videos and while I was up there one time that's when uh that's when Perkins scored with a two run, two yard run at the 335 mark in the second and um and that I didn't know it at the time but that was his first touchdown as a golden eagle so it was a pretty cool video for me to get yes that was I'm and I heard you say something about going up there and then when it happened I was wondering if you were getting that on video I'm so glad you did uh, but talking about our seats, man, you know, uh, being that close to the football players, you know, we we were blessed to have, uh, along with everything else we got on this trip, we had sideline passes. I mean, we could have easily gone on the sideline with the players, but we didn't feel the need to because we felt like we were on the sideline. <laughs> seats were in. <laughs> I think Amy would have killed me if I had taken off on the sideline with a beer, man. <laughs> yeah, that would have that been that would have been the story of the day. Okay, so and so that kind of takes us to. To uh, halftime, I believe, and in the in the third quarter, the next scoring uh, play was uh, was Stein again with another field goal, um, hit one from uh, 34 yards with uh, 4:24 to go in the third, so that would put us up um, that would put us up I guess 13 right. zero, and um and, and you know you're kind of inching your way along, but it's still you're looking you're thinking to yourself well, it's not quite out of reach it's 13 to nothing they hadn't done anything offensively all day but we've all seen it all year we've played great defense great defense great defense and then you know boom 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 score so right. you know I, I didn't feel bad about it but I, I didn't feel as good as I wanted to at that point absolutely no I, yeah I, I completely agree you never you just never know I mean uh, it can happen at any point. And, and we saw that, you know, when they when they when Rice finally scored, you know, then you're 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 mm-hmm. back to biting your nails again. You're like, okay, well, sure. We knew it could happen at any point, uh, and it just did. So what are we going to do now? Yeah, you mentioned it, but Trammel for for Rice scores. What would turn out to be like their only points of the game, but he he, he got a touchdown pass, and, and there were some questionable calls on that drive, but he scores the touchdown pass and the. Uh, in the uh, left side of the end zone over there with 3.33 to go in the third, making the score 13-6. to six. I think we we're all collectively kind of in a bit of a worry at this point. You mentioned, like, biting your fingernails. And I'm just kind of looking around going, okay. Um, uh, and you know, you know what else I did? I paid attention to the sideline. Because at that point, I'm just a little disgusted. But I don't really know what to think about. But I'm looking at the sidelines, and I'm seeing Jack Abraham over there getting people up. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, right. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, uh, I'm not seeing any panic. I'm not seeing any finger pointing or I'm not seeing any of that. Uh, so I guess there's something to be said for maybe we should have had a better, bigger lead at this point, but there's also something to be said for just not panicking at all. Absolutely. I mean, I saw the same thing. I mean, I, I saw a look on these guys down there that, you know, we normally don't get to see, you know, we, we, we have a sure. good seats at the rock, but we, we don't have, you know, we're, we're not hearing the conversations and we can mm-hmm. hear the conversations Saturday. And, uh, you know, just seeing that, uh, and, uh, you know, just the upbeat uh, mentality that they kept along that whole time was uh, was it was really good to see. So um, as dominant as it seems Southern Miss had been at this point, here we are with a close game, right? Close game on the road, mind you. We mentioned the crowd earlier, not the big one, but the small one. And you got to, you know, it's just there's a different mindset that's got to take place. Um, then Jack throws a pick. It's the end of the third quarter. Um 
Jack threw a pick on, I, I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it was on our side of the field, right around the 50 yard line. The next thing you know, Rice gets to the two yard line. And, you know, they're down 13 to six. So obviously they can tie it up right there with the, with the two point conversion, too. So, or, or I know actually that would just be a regular touchdown. You can tie it up. You can take the lead with a two point conversion if you wanted to. And they get down yeah. to the two yard line as quickly as they possibly can. And I'm like, oh my God. Here we and go. That's, that's and, exactly um, what we and, were talking about. Was that right. uh, and then, they, they could take the lead? Sure. And then, goodness gracious, you know, Kyle Hemby, um, he's on every kind of watch list imaginable at the beginning of the year, and uh, had the six picks. I think six picks last year, and uh, I think people are, are being a, a little bit more careful around him this year. And he's, this this would be his second pick of the year, but he he had a huge play on a tip ball in the corner of the end zone. The quarterback, I'm not even sure, should have thrown the ball, but. We were around it. Hemby made the play. It was probably the play of the game, really. Oh, and, um, and you know, that it, it, all of a sudden the momentum's right back on our favor. Yeah, well, it kept them, obviously, from at least at bare minimum tying it up uh, and possibly going ahead at that point. And, you know, that's, that's that gives them a, a lot more momentum, and it takes away momentum from, from our side at the same time. So that was a, a huge play. Like you said, that was, uh, in my eyes, the play of the game. Yeah, and momentum kind of continued to shift, even though we never really fully gave it up. But um, it seemed like every time we had that chance just to just to put the nail in the coffin, we really did until the very end. But uh, we go on a huge drive, ten plays, seventy yard drive, get down, uh, get down to uh, inside the uh, inside the twenty yard line, I believe, right there, and we miss a twenty seven yard field goal with ten forty five left in the fourth. You know, yeah, uh oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that's that no hurt. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially at that point in the game, you know, with uh, what just happened. You know, we we had a great drive. Uh, we just got that pick. You know, kept them from scoring, and then uh, missed that field goal. That's, mm-hmm. That was a that was that was a that was a hurtful one. But again, no panic, right? Nope. And I think at this point, if you're the defense, you got to be telling yourself, you know what, fellas, the offense has kind of carried us for most of the season. Um, this is the game that we got to have to to stay in the conference USA race. And the defense really, uh, really took it upon themselves. And I'm, the next note that I have here is at the 8:50 mark, Rice starts a drive, and the QB is sacked three consecutive times: once by Booth, once by Whittington, and once by DQ Thomas. I mean, three sacks in a row. You talk about making a statement. The offense, I mean, the defense, I think, just kind of took it upon themselves. Said, "Offense, we got you. We're going to need you the rest of the year, but today, we got you." Oh, absolutely. I mean. The statement, you know, like we're talking about that that play uh, earlier, the 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 pick that we got, the play of the game. I mean, that was uh, the statement, I and mean, that's what I think uh, completely shuttered all their momentum and uh, and gave, to let us know that we've got this game now. I mean, there's no way around it. Uh, the defense stepped up big time, three sacks in a row. I mean, that was just it was, that was incredible. It was, it was fun to watch. And it was good. It was cool that it was about three different people. I didn't realize that at the time, <laughs> but it was no, just, I didn't either. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, and then you know. You talk about closing games out. Maybe we didn't start the best. Uh, maybe we didn't play the best game offensively um, that we've played so far this year. That's not even debatable. But you might as well close well. You might as well not lose that focus. And then I thought there was a few big-time plays right there at the end. Jack had a 14-yard scramble on a third and 10. Third and 10, scramble. He scrambled around, scrambled around that to that side towards the right sideline from us. And then there was a 13-yard reception on a third and three. Jack to Quez. And then on second and 11... Uh, with uh, 32 seconds to go, Perkins rips off a 38-yarder to the house, which ended up giving us our final score of 20 to six. And I believe one people, including Jamie, all kind of money at the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I, I've never seen so many uh, payouts uh, on Twitter. I know, right? Yeah. So um, that was good. Yeah, good stuff. So, so, so we win the game, and uh, players of note I have here. And you might want to add, if you have any else, feel free to add them in. Players of note, uh, defensively, Jack S. Turner, eight tackles, three and a half sacks, four tackles for loss. I thought he was actually kind of screwed out of one sack. I thought he had more than three and a half sacks, but, you know, that's still a pretty good line. Eight tackles, three three and a half sacks, four tackles for loss. Terry Whittington with two sacks on the day. Good to see him getting his legs up under him. DQ Thomas with a sack. And Hemby, we already mentioned that interception, but that was, in my eyes, the play of the game. Um, then offensively, Kevin Perkins, we went 13 for 88 yards and two TDs, none bigger than that 38 yard scamper right there at the end. The Michael Harris had a workman like day. You know, those ribs are probably still a little banged up, but 
12 rushes, 47 yards, 3 receptions, 11 yards. Tim Jones, have yourself a day. 10 receptions, 96 yards. He was all over the place. Uh, and then Jack Abraham, kind of ho-hum, but 23 of 36, 207. But 8 rushes for 27. So, you know, even though he wasn't getting it done exactly through the air, might have been just a little off on, on the routes or throwing or whatever it was. Or just, you know, might have just been rice. Um but got it done on the ground as well. Did not get sacked the entire day. So I think it's really, really um, worthy of note to give, up, give it up for the offensive line guys. They were sitting right there getting talked to, and they were focused all game. Uh, but they didn't give up a sack to Rice the entire day. So, you know, kudos to the big boys up front. They probably don't get enough credit, but, uh, but we're going to give them some here today for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, the, the, the play I – mean, all I can say, Jack, it's, it's, it's been nice to see him uh, running the ball a little bit. You know, since the last two games, you know, uh, he's been a couple of different plays. He's uh, he's he can actually run. You know, we we haven't seen that this whole uh, time. I didn't realize it. I guess you could say. But uh, I want to say something about Mosley as well. You know, he was in for one play for one yard. I mean, he he got in the game. Yeah, it's good so, to see him in there. It's, it's nice yeah. to see his name in the stat sheet again because let's not forget how how electric that guy can be. And right, it, him alongside Demichael Harris is great. The bad thing is, I think it was really early in the game, and then we never saw him again. <laughs> right, right. So, but you know, he's inching his way along. We got the bye week coming up next week, um, so hopefully that's one of the guys that that will be able to get back in the mix. And even though, even if he's not exactly like he was at the end of last year, just being back healthy would be would just be a huge. Uh, Huge coup for, for Southern Miss at this point. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So some people that uh, we met at the stadium, real quick. Um, finally met our boy, uh, Johan Rosenbaum. Um, dude had a big old smile on in the pick. I wish I'd have known that. I'd have done something crazy, too. <laughs> but uh, it was nice to see him, and, um, and and just nice to see everybody that we saw at the game. We mentioned uh, we mentioned Reagan and his old crew. Um I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Mac and Destiny and uh, Clay, maybe? Anyway, I'll have to go look that up. But um, nice to meet all those guys. Nice to uh, – just nice for, for everybody. And, and as far as the people that helped us along, we mentioned Amy Gerald earlier, but she was kind of our caretaker, our chaperone, or our, uh, you know, please don't let these guys do anything stupid, embarrass the university while they're here uh, person. <laughs> but she could not have been any cooler. Um, yes. We hung out with Jeff Mitchell a little bit. Wes Turner was great. Never actually met him, but he made sure that I was good um, as we were getting checked into the hotel and all that stuff. Jerry DeFat, I couldn't have been nicer over at the uh, alumni uh, tent. Kent Higgenauer, um, always great to, 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 you know, nudge up to that guy and just listen to some stories. And then um, yep. I thought uh, Mary Claire and Kendall. I never met them before. Followed them on Twitter. They were fantastic as well, doing the uh, digital media stuff for Southern Miss, which I thought that was cool too. When I first sat down on the plane, I'm sitting next to Mary Claire and I'm trying not to eavesdrop, but she's like right next to me with the computer screen open and uh, she's doing all this cool stuff, which I look at on this website all the time. So it was nice to kind of put a, a face to, to who handles all that. And um, and don't forget Jack Duggan. Jack Duggan, you know, he, I, I wanted to talk to him a little bit more, but I mean, he's running around like crazy making sure everything's going good. So I didn't want to overstep any bounds there but he couldn't have been nicer handed us a stat sheet on the uh on the bus right after the game like literally hot off the press i thought that was cool but yeah i mean everybody was just so nice so accommodating so professional made me proud of the university made me it's just, it's just gonna be really hard to you know damn near impossible to wipe this smile off my face for a while so um so i mean did you i'm sure you felt a lot the same way but do you want to take some time to to talk about that no, I, I feel exactly the same way. From the time that we got to the airport, uh, PIB, to the time, you know, we landed in Houston, got to the hotel. I mean, every step of the way, it, they were going out of their way, it seemed like, to, to make sure that we were having a good trip, that we were having a good time. You know, you, you named all the names that, you know, that came up and, um, they helped out or, or, or that, you know, asked us how we're doing. Are we having a good time? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Even Jim, Jeremy McLean, you know, came up and wanted to make sure that we were having sure. a, a good trip, you know, um, what a nice guy he is. So, uh, you know, it's just seeing that that side of things, seeing the professionalism, seeing how everything is so um, uh, thought out behind the scenes. You know, I, I had a 
a long conversation Saturday morning with Jerry Defada talking about the things uh, that go on behind the scenes that even a lot of the people that's involved in it don't even realize, you know, that, it, that was going on this past weekend. And it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing um, what goes on and how well they do it, you know, from the from the start to the end. Uh, it's just like clockwork. And, uh, and, and, and everybody, like I said, everybody reached out a hand to us and uh, couldn't have felt more welcome and uh, and and, you know, proud about being there and being a part of that group. It was it was a it was a it was a uh, it was just a great trip. That's all I can say. Sure thing. Well, man, I tell you what, uh, we we're going to get into a little bit of the Conference USA uh, slate this weekend. But I told Jamie I keep this thing to 15 minutes, so we we're going to have to get out. <laughs> but uh, I did want to mention real quick the UAB game this weekend. You know, we play UAB in two weeks at the Rock. We'll be home um, resting up during this bye week. They're going to be versus Tennessee. Even though I don't, you know, I, I, it's not like I ever would pull for UAB. I'm not a fan of UAB, but I'm sure. As heck, not a fan of UT Knoxville or anybody in that league for that matter. So even though I don't like UAB, I really, um, I, I really hope that they, uh, that I, I hope they put it on Tennessee. I hope they're given a little bit more of a shot than the last time that we went up to Tennessee when that thing was just, you know, predetermined from the get go that Tennessee was going to win that game. Um, oh, yeah. Now, do, do I hope they come into the rock a little bit banged up, like not injured? I'm not saying I want any injuries, but do I hope they come in a little bit banged up or we're a little bit more healthy after having the bye week? Sure, but uh, but I, I'll definitely tune into that game this weekend and be pulling for the Blazers. Oh, absolutely! I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting. That's that's the point I was going to make as well. Uh, with us uh, being the the week after the, this Tennessee game, it's going to be interesting if they if they pull it out and they actually beat them, or you know, if they get you know beat themselves and come in with some injuries. It's going to be interesting whichever scenario plays out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be pulling for for UAB this Saturday, and then of course bringing them into the Rock the following week. Sure. Where are your camo? If anybody's got camo, I'm just going. I'm just going in gold. <laughs> there you go. So everybody, rest up during the buy, um, refresh, recharge. Go ahead and make your tailgate plans. Uh, start thinking about that. Don't let it creep up on you. Feel free to stop in over at the uh, to the top talk tailgate located right there next to Southern Hall. Um, like I said, find yourself some camo. Buy some military tickets. I think you can still get those. It's uh, maybe like ten bucks a ticket. Every one of them, the the university matches. Uh, if that's still going on, so you can get some of those guys down at Camp Shelby uh, some tickets for the game. But it'd be good to see them there. They'll definitely have their camo on. And um, oh, for sure. And uh, I don't know, man. Is there anything else you want to add? Or anything else you have for the uh, Golden Eagle faithful out there? Oh man, I think we've summed it up pretty good. I, uh, I hope hopefully some of our uh, you know um, uh, how do you, how do you want to say it. Uh, Travel notes throughout this past weekend will uh, will be sort of fun for everybody to to, to hear and see. I hope I'm, so. I'm, we're going to also uh, have a little bit of a snippet of a video too at some point sure. uh, later this week that we'll uh, attach to the website also. So give y'all a little firsthand first eye view. All right, buddy. Well, I think I'm going to go see you at the uh, Halloween parade here in a minute, and then maybe some Golden Eagle basketball later on tonight. Golden Eagles tonight. Where as of this recording, uh, the Golden Eagles will be playing tonight at I believe seven. 7 o'clock, 7.30 versus Mississippi College. free to get in, so Big day getting over there. Yeah. Um, so. Other than that, man, hey, two weeks, and I will uh, see you at the Rock. Hey, can't wait, man. Can't wait. Southern Miss. To the top. That was Jason Bailey and Jeremy Cooper. Glad they made it back in one piece. So Southern Miss defeated the Rice Owls 20-6. As I said before, very, very sloppy game. There's a lot of things that you uh, could see needed to be improved. But uh, to come away with the 20-6 win, almost a shutout. There was a couple of calls that you know allowed the Rice Owls to drive down the field. But the defense did a, a really, really good job of, of uh, holding the Rice Owls back. Uh, their defense was pretty stout. I was impressed with their defense. That being said, I think there was, was a lot of missed opportunities for us in this game. Hopefully, going into this bye week right now, we have some stuff that we can build on for the following week because it's payback time. We've got the UAB Blazers coming to the Rock. That's right, Southern Miss, 5-3 on the year, hosting the University of Alabama-Birmingham Blazers, who are currently 6-1 and one on the year. Now, Southern Miss has a bye this coming week. UAB will be playing at Tennessee. So our game against UAB will be Saturday, November the 9th at 2.30 p.m. on the NFL 
Network. So we're going to talk about that game next week and more. So let's shut it down. You can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington and Jason at Bumper J Bailey. We've got to give our shout outs. Shout out to Fourth Street Bar in Hattiesburg. Go check them out. CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com. If you want to jibber jabber with some Southern Miss fans, check out CollegeSportsUnfiltered.com. Shout out to Brian Renfro, Susan Bailey, the men of Sigma Chi, the Theta Delta chapter, the men of Pi Kappa Phi, the Theta Alpha chapter. Shout out to Kevin Rogers. You can follow, you can, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash to the top talk. Um, you know, you want to throw some love to the way of the show. Uh, just go on patreon.com slash to the top talk and make it happen. Look for to the top talk on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Give us a rating, give us a review and whatnot. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell your friends. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.